You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Top King League. G'day guys, welcome to Around the Traps. It's a short and sharp podcast where I bring you all the, fa- the relevant fantasy news from the week. It's a bit of a solo podcast, so it's nice, short and sharp. So I hope you've enjoyed all the NRL team previews from this week. This week we covered the Sharks, the Knights and the Warriors. Coming up next week, we've got the big guns in Melbourne and Penrith and also coming up with the Cowboys on Friday. Now the Talking League Cup, that's open now, so come and join. It's free to enter. It's an overall league, so come have some fun. All the details will be in the episode notes or just head over to the socials for the league code. We're Talking League Pod on Facebook or Instagram or you'll find us at Talking League One on Twitter. Now, there's plenty to look at this week. There's lots of coaches' interviews doing the rounds on the Telegraphed, and the NRL.com are also doing some nice, short, sharp video. So, highly recommend you checking that out. Some interesting news to start off, though. James Tedesco, he was on the Rugby League Guru podcast. Guru shared an interview from one of his mates, the Rugby League coach. Now, he coached him at St. Greg's, and during the podcast, it's about six minutes in if you want to check it out, and Teddy reveals that he had stem cell surgery, and he hasn't actually run for 12 weeks. So I checked in with physio Phil last night for a bit of a qualified news view, sorry, and his view was that stem cells, it's a fairly new thing with knees, but basically stem cells are a special cell type that can develop into other cell types. So with the knee, they can take stem cells from your stomach area, then they inject it into your knee in the hope that they will help grow or heal the cartilage in your knees, especially for those with a lot of wear and tear. So he reckons it's a very hit and miss type procedure, but sounds like he has done it before. And it's not ideal that he hasn't run for 12 weeks, but realistically, especially with a rep player like himself, his body will probably be better for the rest. And the procedure has been effective in the past. So he could be in a better place physically than he has been for the last couple of years. Also on the podcast, Teddy does mention that his knee has been relatively sore for the last couple of years. So Phil reckons the rest plus the stem cells is going to be a big positive. So my thoughts on that. It might be a bit of an avoid for Teddy to start the season, but I think at the right price and the right time of year, I think he's going to be a great pickup for your fantasy team still. Luke Keery was also in a moon boot, so there's probably a talk about, especially when we do our Roosters pod, just in terms of me and Corbs especially, we're very high on the Roosters starting fast this season, so maybe we might need to have a rethink of that. Other injury news, doing the rounds, Tigers outside back, Asu Kapeo, I hope I pronounced that right, he suffered a partially torn pec, so that's requiring surgery. He's already coming back from an ACL injury. Now, the NRL physio, he's put a 10 to 14-week recovery on this, so looking at around 6 to 10. Jaden Braley, he's had surgery on his Achilles, the quickest ever player in the NRL to return from that one was Darius Boyd, he took five months and three days. Ryan Puppenhausen, he was spotted fishing in a moon boot. That's via his Instagram, NRL Physio, reporting a rolled ankle in that one. So nothing serious with seven weeks out from round one. Adam Dewey, good to see him returning to the field. He's four months post-ACL reconstruction, so he started some light running this week. The big one was probably Raymond Fatella Mariner. He returned to field running about four months 
after bone graft surgery. The NRL physio did a great podcast with the NRL Fantasy Boys this week, so check that out. Plenty of great info, and they go into a lot more detail. But at this stage, from the info that I've heard on that podcast and also what physio's been saying on his Twitter, I just don't like him at the moment at 400k. It's tempting, but I think for him to be value, he's going to be needing to play 80 minutes. So we'll go into more detail. We've got a doggies preview coming up this week as well. Now, Cohen Hess did an interesting interview on NRL.com. He's confirmed he's trading exclusive in the middle. Same article, T- uh, Mitchie Dunn. So he's moving from an edge to the middle. So we could see some good potential pickups in both Jeremiah Nanai and Helium Luki. Nanai's at 350k, Luki at 439k. We've got a potty. Cowboys dropping on Friday. We'll go into more of that. Hess also talked up the improvement in the team in terms of structure, and that's coming from Chad Townsend leading the way and a heavy influence on both Deard and, and Drinkwater. So maybe we do need to look at the fortunes of both in the trials, particularly Drinkwater with a handy dual wing fullback and half, and he's coming in at 527k. Now, my boy Fitzy, he did a radio interview this week on radio, and he sung the praise of Connor Tracy. He did talk about Connor and Ronaldo Mulatalo splitting between centre and wing at training. So we could see a little bit of that strategy during the season. He also spoke to the telly this week with Riccio, and he confirmed Blake Braley will be starting at hooker and McInnes to help out where needed. He had a big rap on their new backup hooker, Jaden Beryl. He's coming from the Queensland Cup, and he's only at 220k in Fantasy League. So it'd be interesting if he does jag a bench spot. But we've got to chuck his preview out last week, so check that out for more insights. Having a look at Connor Tracy's number, I can see a little bit of a smoky potential. 407k, his break-even's only 33. He's flagged as a dual half-wing fullback. Now, he averaged 38 as a centre last year. A lot of demerits in the defensive side of things. It it wasn't great, but Fitz is renowned for his defence. The big thing is our 2016 Premiership winning defensive coach, Steve Price, he's back from being head coach at the Warrington Wolves for the last three years. So I can see a lot of improvements in the works for Connor Tracy. Now, a bit of spice out of the Bulldogs. Trent Barrett gave an interesting interview over at the telly. Matty Burden, he spoke about him wanting to run the ball and let the 9 and 7 run the team. He also spoke of no front runner for the 7. But what was interesting, he gave a massive rack to Brendan Wakem for the way his approach for fitness and attitude at training. But he also mentioned Flano and Avarillo right in the hunt. What's really interesting in these ones is his comments on Burton running the ball and leaving the running of the team to others. So we might need to reproject lower kick meters for Burton, but we'll have our Bulldogs potty that we're recording this week out the following week. A standout rookie that's been on my radar for a little while is Chris Patola. Now, he comes at 300K. He's an edge. I watched him at the back end. He got about five games off the bench to finish. Now, he was really impressive. They really want to push local juniors this year. He's a really big boy, and I can see a big opportunity on that right edge, seeing that our Raymond Fatale Mariner is racing the clock, but I'll talk a little bit more about him in Dog's Preview, but keep him up your, your sleeve or your black book. Jason Demetrio, he also had an interview on the telly. He's pretty much handed Lachlan Ilias the number seven jersey. Now, he compares Ilias to a young Adam Reynolds with his kicking game and playing direct into line. Now, at 300K, he's not going to be a pod, but pretty much he's a no-brainer to make you some cash during the year. Uh, Hook, Anthony Griffin, he also spoke to the telly. He spoke pretty highly of both Tyrell Sloan and Cody Ramsey. Some really good news physically. They're both much improved, been in the gym, and both nearly at 90 kilos. So that's good to hear. Now, he spoke very highly also of Sullivan and Junior Ramone. So just to recap some of his comments, he said, Sully did a great job last night, last year at nine, and Junior jumped in and took his chances, chances the first time we gave him a go at 5'8". He came off the bench 
and two weeks after his SG Ball Grand Final and still stayed in the team, filling in at lock and centre. But as soon as we stuck him at 5'8", he showed a bit of class and he stayed there for the rest of the year. Now, from those comments, I'm all over Junior Ramon. 350k, we had plenty of good things to say about him, so check out our Dragons pod from about a week and a half ago. Now, from around the traps, Harry Grant gave a huge rap to new signing Josh King. There's plenty of to like about him coming in at 317k, He's, especially with the unavailable status of both Nelson and Tui for the start of the season. We'll get go more into this uh, in the Storm Pod that will drop on Monday. Some news from Ewan Aiken. He's confirmed he's a starter on the edge. That was via the Supercoach Experience. We also saw an, another interview that he did also confirming this status. Check out the Warriors preview we dropped on Saturday for more info and our thoughts on his fantasy prospects. Now, in signing news, the Dolphins, they've snapped up Jesse Bromwich and Mark Nichols from 2023. Two great starting front rollers from the Storm and Rabideau. So it'll be interesting to see who else falls the Dolphins' way as we enter the season. And finally, Mitch Kenny, he's re-signed for two years. So I've got a thoughts that he might eat some of the minutes of Appy Coruscant this year, but more in the Penrith pod coming up on Wednesday. So just to wrap up, this week we've got Melbourne Storm dropping Monday, the Penrith Panthers on Wednesday. Friday will be the North Queensland Cowboys, and I'll come back with a little bit more fantasy-relevant news probably next Sunday, Saturday or Sunday. So stay tuned for that. Like I said, Talking League Cup, that's open now, so check out the show notes for all the details. If you want any help with your team, hit us up on the socials. More than happy to have a look at your team and give you some advice as well. All right, guys, have a good weekend, and I'll check you Monday with the Storm Preview.